Just F It. Hi, I'm Romy, an identity coach helping others who struggle with their sexual identity and families of queer youth find their path of understanding and acceptance. And I'm Carla, a mom empowerment coach empowering moms to own their new identities and motherhood journeys. And, and together, together we are the F It Madres. We are here to invite you guys into stories of some inspiring madres who have changed their lives through an F It moment. So here we go. Just, Just F, F It. it. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Um, we are the F Madres. I am Carla. This is Romy. And and we, this is a podcast of Madres supporting Madres, moms supporting moms to do those big F it moments, those life-changing moments that change the trajectory of their lives and their families for the better. And um we are hoping that this inspires you mamas out there that are listening that are about like wanting to take that step, feeling like you need to change, knowing that what you're in is not moving you forward and you feel unhappy. Well, this lady will tell you it's important for you to be happy because it affects every area of your life. And who do we have on today? <laughs> Claudia Rakin. And she was referred to me by my very dear friend, Becky, who I've known for years. Becky's been listening to our podcast and has just been giving me such beautiful feedback. And she was like, you have to have this woman on and told me a little of her backstory. And I was like, absolutely. Like, I just love getting powerful, strong, inspiring women on, you know, that are just her message is so in line with what you and I are like. about. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited to hear and I'm just going to bring her in and Happy Monday, everybody. Okay, we've got Claudia Rakin here on this beautiful Monday. We're going to jump right in to our questions. Claudia, thank you for joining us. Carla? Okay, Claudia, first question for you. When did you decide to just F it and why? As you guys know, there's several efforts, but the main effort moment was finally had my beautiful two children adopted from China. And it's not fun to do something you don't like. <laughs> And it makes you an unhappy mom. So I had switched from programming to become a body worker, to be able to be with my kids, which was wonderful. But then it came onto my lap that the body work would help pregnant women. And someone said, you should be a doula. And I'm like, how can I be a doula? It doesn't work. I didn't have a baby. This isn't right. But I'll tell you the truth. I was working with a psychic who said, oh, no, no, you need to be a doula. And I'm like, she's crazy. I can't be a doula. I don't even know what a doula is. So I, <laughs> and then things start to fall. So you're already, your mind is open. Like, what the hell is this? And I have a neighbor who I live in a sort of garden apartment so you can see your neighbors. And she was holding her back and she says, oh my God, my back is really out. And I said, well, come to my backyard, get, get on my table. And that's what I do. I can help sore backs. And uh, <laughs> she said, sure. So as we're talking, she says, one of my daughters is a doula. I go, oh my God, there's that word again. And she <laughs> said, she is meeting with her two partners and they're starting a little company. And almost as a joke, I said, I can't believe it. I really, I should probably meet them because what I do is really good for pregnant women. And in any case, I met them and I'm still thinking I can't be a doula. And they're thinking, well, yeah, sure, you can be a doula. In any case, it's almost like the universe by my having done my biggest effort, I, I got to get out of programming. I cannot be doing something I hate. 
after all this, I said, well, I don't know, maybe I'll take the doula training just so that I know more about pregnant people. And as I'm in the training, I'm like, oh my goodness, I know the body work. I know so much that would really make me a good doula. And besides there's men, OBs and midwives that have never had babies. So I took it and again, the universe just opened the door. I had a good friend who had studied, I had studied the body work with and said, look, I've been a doula for the last two years. Just offer your services for free. I'm now doing childbirth education. Come in and see who takes you up. So two people took me up and she said, I will mentor you. Call me anytime at night if you're not sure what to do. I said, sure, you know, so um, I do my first birth and I, I don't really need her help. Everything goes quite beautifully. And then I report to her what happened. And she said, Claudia, I don't know what's wrong, but you're, you're like a duck took to water. You did everything that I would have done. And so it's like the universe conspired to make me happy, which then made me a much happier mom. I mean, although I must say, being a doula with two young kids was a little bit, would have been impossible without a husband who allowed it and covered well, me. I, yeah, I was going to say, because as a doula, you're like, you're on call any minute, any time of day for when your clients go to to you know into labor it it's the only thing that made it work was how much i loved it a husband that was totally 100 percent into doing it we had a couple of babysitters in the neighborhood that i could call at a moment's notice if for some reason he was out and i had one daughter that loved it and she knew i was going to go help a baby she was fine the younger one oh my goodness she would get so upset if I couldn't be at her birthday. I had to basically dance and, and offer her the thing she most would want me to do. I would take her all on her by her own and we'd celebrate it. And even to this day, now she kind of really says, mommy, I, I, everyone loves what you do, but she, she was not a happy camper for so Claudia, I just want to come in and just make sure we are moving on to knowing exactly what you did about this. I would say, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm hearing is like, when you decided to do this, you just went for it. It kind of fell into your lap naturally. And it was what the universe wanted. And originally you said, you know, I'm a happy, you know, as we all know, we're happier, we're better parents when we're happy. So moving into this, even though you're navigating and dancing through what it looks like as a mom now with this new life, um, this would go into like the next question, Carla, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Actually, this is, you know, now they are 25 and 27 and I can really see the benefits of having done something that I really believed in and loved. I can see that they have different viewpoint about following what they want to do, except for, of course, the times that she was not happy, but I would make it up and then she'd be very happy. It would be her afternoon with me. I couldn't have done it without a husband that was a hundred percent in, I have to say. Yeah. That would have been impossible. So the next question, Claudia, is once you, once you decided to 
change from programming or, or you said, okay, I can't do this anymore. I need to figure something else. Like how did, how did that make you feel? How was that, how was that switching from programming into becoming a, a bot, like a birth worker doula? How did it make, what were the emotions that were going through your mind at the time? Uh, a lot, because number one, I lost a lot of money. I was making a programmer salary. My husband was an actor who was making very um, <laughs> uh, uneven money. My husband was expecting a wife like he met that <laughs> made a lot of money. And it was quite a, a switch for me to jump and say, well, I'm really unhappy. I can't do this to something that I really loved, which now we're okay, but for a long time didn't make enough money. The only thing that made up for it is that I was so much happier. That was happy for him. There was no comparison how much happier I was. It doesn't matter how much money the house has. If you guys are miserable, your life is miserable. <laughs> and I told them the kids just need us to love them. You know, so they won't go to this class and that class. They didn't care. They were little. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, I love decorating and doing artwork. So our house always looked beautiful. Well, that would go into like the next question because you're kind of leading into it, though. What did it do for your family? What did it do for you guys as a family by doing this, by taking this leap, by going ahead and giving up the, the income you guys thought you were going to have for happiness? The first thing, of course, was I was much happier, a better wife, a better mother, period. It was no comparison. Um, and then how to change my mindset that I could make money doing something I loved. Mm -hmm. Because that's, I think, major for us that we don't think we're allowed to both love what we do and make money. And that has been a, and it actually opened up my husband to quit acting, which he didn't love anymore. So it was a cascade of him admitting he didn't really love acting anymore. I mean, what he does now is he teaches singing at a university and also now teaches English to Chinese kids. It switched him from something he was no longer happy with. I think that's really beautiful. I just want to say that, that we, when we make these shifts like this, and I know Carl and I have been in these types of places, I know with her relationship and her marriage, but it really does, when, when one person is in that movement of the effort moment, it's almost like the partner can join in on that. And it becomes a unity of like, we've got this. Where's our priorities? It's true. And of course, I mean, he always says that I have such courage. I mean, I guess I do. You know, all my friends who were making money thought I was insane. And they thought, oh, our poor kids, but our kids were happy. They have really happy memories. They had an actor daddy who's so funny. And you know, and I was happy. He would make me laugh. So there he would be making all three of us laugh. But for the most part, it was like the best thing for your family then, right? You have no... Absolutely, absolutely. It was, I mean, we both got it together to keep making not tons of money, but enough so that we're comfortable. Um, my daughters don't even, you know, now they're it's so funny because they're both very um, into corporate jobs. Before we move on to the next one, I think it's really important what you said. And I needed to hear that today. Um, the part of 
thinking we can't make money doing the things we love. That needs to be like really highlighted for so many of us, um, especially women, especially moms, which is what we're, you know, what we're speaking on because, you know, we're working on things we love and what makes us happy and what fuels us. And, and so many times I'm like, well, you know, but I got to do this job because this is what pays and this is where our money comes. And this is, you can't let your family down by not doing this, but then really hearing those words and, and hearing you be able to make a life in doing what you love. It's a great reminder to everyone listening that you can make money doing what you love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you just have to be a little bit creative and to change your mindset. Yeah. That's a big, that's a big one. Yeah. That you yeah. are allowed to make money and love it. I mean, at this point, I charge quite a bit more for the body work sessions than I ever did. And I don't even think about it because I give so much. It's mm -hmm. so valuable. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I now also teach people the stream birth imagery. It, it's, I've written a book. It has grown and grown. I'm making more money. And my husband, he works for university. Do you remember? We both really switched and it works, but the mindset had to switch. If I yeah. stayed with a poverty mindset because I love what I do, not sure it would have worked. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a, that's the whole premise of this podcast. Like it, that effort moment is a mindset shift. And once you've decided that you deserve better, you want better for you and your family, that's what it is. You have to switch your mind and work towards the things that make you happy because ultimately at the end of the day, like what's the point of living life if you're not doing what fulfills you because it will have such a negative impact on all the people around you and especially our children. Absolutely. I mean, I can really now that they're grown, which you don't have the advantage, I can really see it was the right decision. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. They're so proud of what I do. They laugh. I go, mommy, we can't explain what you do. Yeah. <laughs> explain to me what you do again. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they know it's cool. They know that I help a lot of people. Yeah. I wanted to ask you now, now how long you've been doing this for how many years now? The doula work, oh my goodness, 20, 20, 20 years. It's switching a little bit more to working with pregnant people and people who want to get pregnant using the imagery and teaching other doulas the imagery. Although I still support people during their birth. So yeah. But in essence, okay, in essence, you've been doing this for 20 years. What I'm curious if at this point, are there any fears that come up for you now? And if there are, how do you stay in your effort momentum to move forward and not let those fears hold you back? Really good question. I've learned that if you're not doing something out of fear, wrong. <laughs> you know, that's not a fair reason. I mean, there's self-talk, there's doing imagery to remember who I really am. There, there's tools I have, but you continue. Look, I've written a book and I had to have an effort moment where I left my so-called great agent because for three years she couldn't sell the book and I went, fuck it. I want this book out. And again, it worked. You have to be focused to not get derailed and do what other people are expecting you to do or to do what's supposed to be the right thing. So it continues, unfortunately, ladies, and you have to go, wait a minute, F it. I'm, I'm going to talk to these people. And it's, it's scary. I must say, I've learned how to be less 
confrontational when I need to do an effort moment, which is really interesting learning. You know, I don't have to go F you, you know, you said you do this. I may write it and then I go, hmm, let's change the tone a little bit. You know, what will they hear? So it, it's interesting. Patty, I think so many think when we have these epic moments that there is that big like, fuck you. And sometimes that might be what the the fire is in us. But again, I think what you're what it's so nice to hear someone who's been in so many epic moments and for a longer time than you know, than we have to know that like, we're going to probably continue to be doing the same thing for the rest of our lives, right? And mm -hmm. finding a way to get the groove of it where it's not, it's just become second nature to follow who we are and not let other people dictate what our life looks like. Exactly. And it's, it's easier the older you get. I have to tell you, it's easier. Well, we know that now because we're in our 40s yeah. and it's getting easier. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. As you get older, I think you stop caring. You stop caring a lot more about outside of you and you start really you're you're in the you're the second half of your life. Like it's like I can't I'm not going to waste my time letting that. Yeah. And the thing is, so you're more courageous and it will keep happening. You develop as a person. Yeah. I've loved doing this, but now what if I talk to a group? Do you know what I mean? It just changes. It, no matter how much you love something, it tends to grow into something a little bit more, which takes courage again. No, but what you just said is perfect because you're saying courage is what it takes. And the last question of our interview is, Right now, what advice would you give to somebody who's on the verge of having this epic moment and doesn't really know what to do? What is your advice to someone? Oh, my goodness. You know, I work with mothers all the time. I work with mothers. You sort of gently lead them to, hey, it's okay to want what I want. It's okay. And putting it together with it will make you a happier, better mom. You know, and I can bank on so many stories of women I've helped whose mothers stayed home and did what they didn't want. And then it was a burden on the mom that I worked with because then they felt they had to take care of the mother because the mother had no other interests, no other um, identity. Yeah. I'm helping women all the time with this, not just for the birth, because often they'll come back to me. And many times it's their second or third baby. So it's like, it's really about you're wonderful, you deserve, and you can do this. There's a way. And courage also means you visualize what you want and you work on all the parts of you that think that don't believe you can. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that's all the reason why I'm, I'm moving into the space that I am like a mom empowerment coach because I myself didn't have that really around me. And now that I've finally gotten to a place where I feel empowered and feel better, I feel like a responsibility to provide that to especially new moms, because it is there's there's so much that you're prepped for. But like, there's so much that you're not prepped for, <laughs> like the loss of identity and just like the feeling of feeling like you're in a limbo and all those things. So like, I'm, I'm with you. It, you do, you have to be very gentle with especially new moms. It's a, it's a very, very hard transition and they need support. 
and also there's so much guilt. There's so many yeah. ideas. So much. Thank you for saying that. There is so much mom guilt. It's yeah, like next to be a, a good mom. You have to do this. I mean, I can bank now on, let me tell you, I've seen it. If you're a little bit happier, if you're a little, your kid will be happier. Yeah. If they don't yeah. see you every minute, yes. then then when they do see you, you're happy. Man. <laughs> yes. Yes. For those in the back, for all of those in the back. <laughs> yes. And this, this I can say is true because I was literally just living in Florida the last few months and I was miserable there. And like my whole family was miserable, but I was there the whole time, like present. Well, at least physically. And now I've moved back and my mind shut, like mind is different. I'm finally working again and I'm, I'm just lighter. And my daughter is happier and my husband's less stressed out. So it really is. It's a really <laughs> definitely true. And the world is better. It's like yeah. we all add to the world energy. When I have to do this, oh, no, I have to. I'd be bad if I don't. You know, it, it weighs the poor all of us down. If you're like, fuck yeah. it. No, no, no. I, I can be happy. <laughs> Yeah. I think yeah. if we encourage everyone, which is what I believe all three of us are living that life of, of just encouraging ourselves, visualizing it ourselves, telling other mothers, that's why we love this space, Claudia. That's why we created this space that like, we need to be talking. We need a community. We need to be sharing our stories. So thank you for sharing yours because so many moms or new moms listening, they need it to be okay. And we're mothers to say, look, it's okay. You're a good mom. Go figure yeah. out what makes you fucking happy. <laughs> and let's all share what that feels like. You'll be a better mom when you do that. And you and a better example to your kids, especially to your daughters. Yeah. So, Claudia, this is going to be the end. Um, but would you please share with everybody where they can get your book or where they can find you? Oh, my goodness. Okay. First of all, my book is called Messages from the Womb. And it's what babies have said to pregnant moms or even before they come in, you can, through this stream birth imagery, you can talk to the souls. It's kind of very mind-blowing. Okay, how do you get me? My website is easy, Claudia Raiken, R-A-I-K-E-N.com, right? ClaudiaRaiken.com, very easy. And it will have my email and... Um, for all mothers, please, 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 you're a really good mother if you get really happy yourself. <laughs> Even if that's a journey, try to figure out what makes you happy. Because we haven't been taught to follow that. That's true. Yes. You're right. Claudia, you're amazing. This is the end where we're all going to say, just, just F it. it. <laughs>